Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. I'm doing an um, a daily lesson and um, this lesson is called there's a time and a place for everything under the sun now why am I saying that because there is a time and a place for everything under the sun <laughs> all of the things that we're going through everything that's happening now uh, probably already happened um, years, hundreds of years ago already. The earth revolves in a circle. Everything is a circle. So whatever happened back then is bound to happen again. So that's why I'm saying this. We are currently in a time of uncertainty, but was this the only time that we had a time of uncertainty? No. We had famines, we had war, we had, you know, various times of uncertainty all over the seven continents, where it used to be five, and then it was three, and then it was one. <laughs> I mean, whatever happened back in the days, they say back in the days, but in history, just in human history, has um, revolved, it's a circle. You know, it's a never ending circle. And being that we are in the time, even though we're at the end of the book, we are at a time of uncertainty. And it's just good to know or have some kind of idea of what's going on and not just, oh my gosh, it just, this took me by surprise and this and that. Things don't take us by surprise. Things happen and it, it happens in a circle and it may not have happened when you were born or when um your grandparents were born but it did it did happen at some point in human history um so i want to talk about it being that we are facing times of um food insecurity time of um water insecurity droughts, fires, all of these things that the Most High said he was going to do in the last days. It has been done before. Floods, all these things that they're saying um, uh, about the earth, about the um, climate change. And now, there has been imbalances of the earth, but nothing to this magnitude because we at the end of the book. But I need people to understand that this is not the first time calamities themselves have happened. 
So I want to talk a little bit about that. And hopefully it won't be all, you know, flowers, but I just want to give people a sense of these occurrences not being something that just popped up within the last hundred years. Even though, like I said, we at the end of the book and these calamities are getting worse. And it is prophesied that the um, pagans, I'll just say pagans, was going to trot them down the earth. This is scripture. I already said it. I already read it in the scriptures. I'm not making this up. If you want to know more about that, check the platform library. It is extensive with lectures. Choose one. Look at each um, heading of the lecture that you want to um, hear and dive in. I am coming with receipts. I always come with receipts and I just don't talk off the top of my head because I, my brain doesn't hold all of that. Um, it would be nice if it did, but um, you know, I have to meditate on stuff and, and, and research stuff and do stuff like that so that I can present it to you. So with that, I'm going to get on with this lesson. Like I said, there's a time and a place for everything under the sun. Now, we did talk about in my many lectures in the platform library, Solomon, who is uh, David, King David's son, the line of Yahuda. Okay. You want to know about the line of Yahuda? Go to the platform library. I discuss Yahuda and I will continue to simply because I am in the line of Yahuda and those people who are scattered in the four corners of the globe that the Most High said he was going to scatter in the children of Israel is Yahudah's line. So Solomon, getting back to Solomon, Solomon was a king after King David died. Solomon took over. Now was this Absalom? Absalom was older than um, King Solomon, but because Solomon was the promised one, Solomon got the throne. Wasn't easy getting the throne, but I say that to say with the throne came riches, with the throne came whores, with the throne came, and I say whores because it says whores in the Bible, whore mothers, whores, prostitutes, harlots, they all whores. So I'm just going to use the straight out word, whores. With all, what came with being a king was everything you can imagine. And Solomon loved hoes, straight up. He just loved them. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm talking about what comes with a kingdom. So Solomon had everything, but he didn't want everything in the beginning. What he wanted was the wisdom and understanding to rule the kingdom. Now, that is not something that people usually ask for, especially the, you know, the children of Israel, along with the whole world, because you already know the whole world likes money, the whole world likes power, the whole world likes influence, even when they're liars and thieves and whatever else. They go against the, the law, statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High. That's what the world does. You would think a king would want that, and usually kings do, okay? But not Solomon in the beginning, okay? We're not going to go start talking about Solomon and what he did to mess up and tarnish his name. But we will talk about why Solomon was important and what it has to do with everything has a time and place. Solomon was the one with the most wisdom because he asked the most high. The most high said, ask me anything and I will give it to you, Solomon. Solomon said, 
and I'm not, you know, I'm not quoting, I'm just giving you a loose translation. Solomon said, I want the wisdom to learn how to rule the kingdom. That's what he said he wanted. He didn't say he wanted riches. He didn't say he wanted this, that, this, that, blah, 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 blah. He didn't want nothing but the understanding of ruling the kingdom in a just way. And the most high was shocked. He was like, what? And you know, he didn't do it like that, but you know, we'll get to that when I start doing the, um, <laughs> the lesson and we'll tell you exactly what the most high said, but it shocked the most high. The most high said, you know what? I'm going to give you wisdom, which is a spirit. That's the Ruach. And you're going to learn from wisdom. And you're going to be the, the person that has the most wisdom that was before you and after you. And along with wisdom, I'm going to give you everything, riches and everything, because you only ask for wisdom. So that's how Solomon got even more than King David did. I mean, Solomon had it. Solomon had it, honey. And he, it got a little bit out of control with the hoes. So like I said, I'm not going to go down that line. He started dabbling in the black arts too, dealing with different nations and they females. That's why the most high sick, uh, don't mess with other people outside your own line. And most high had a conversation with him too, but we ain't going to get into that either. I'm just saying that with, um, Solomon asked for wisdom. When the Most High gave him wisdom, he wrote many, many books, many, 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 many books. Some um, books are Ecclesiastes, the Proverbs. He wrote some Psalms. He wrote a lot of books. When I say a lot, it's a lot. And it's, they're all packed with wisdom. Now, a lot of these books are words to live by. This is why he wrote them. It isn't even a testament of Solomon where he was messing with them devils and what the devils did to him. And yes. So Solomon left a legacy. He left a legacy of wisdom. And he was given prophecy from wisdom because wisdom is the Ruach. Does wisdom, um, does wisdom being the Ruach, no prophecy? Yes. Solomon knew exactly what was going on in these days. And he wrote about it all those years prior. So the reason why I want to talk about there's a time and a place for everything under the sun is because the words that was that um, Solomon said that was coming from wisdom that he received from the Ruach pertains to today. Now, people are scared in this time of uncertainty. There's a lot of stuff going on. And the scripture said it's going to be so much going on that people, people's hearts are going to stop for what they see and experience. Has that happened? Yes. In 2019, when the pandemic first hit and people were dropping like flies, doctors was committing suicide. Doctors. That just goes to show you that they're human too. We all have a job that we're supposed to do. Some people are um, blessed to be in their area of expertise, in their line of work. And some people just want money and they go into the highest line of work to make their money. That's just how some people are. But at the end of the day, we all human beings. And guess what? We process things. Everybody processes situations differently. And depending on how your coping skills are, whether they're developed highly or they're not. And a lot of times, children of Israel's coping skills, first of all, they numb. But their coping skill level is higher simply because they keep going into adversities. And they've been doing it for eons now. They've been doing it for so many years. It's biblical. 
So I'm not saying they're any better in coping, but they have more experience in, in learning how to cope with adversity simply because that's all they've been in. Jacob's trouble, they call it. And he's been going into trouble since he stopped listening, since his forefathers stopped listening to the most high. So um, there's a lot, there's people that um, have never had to have adversity. And that's the last um, kingdom in Daniel, which is a Eurocentric kingdom. They, not, they don't have to deal with that because they at the top of the food chain. They don't have to relate to anybody. They don't have to deal with anybody if they don't want to. They don't have to include anybody. And they don't. I mean, you ask if it's not a historian, if it's not something that they um, interested in, they don't have to worry about nobody else's culture. They don't have to learn about nobody else's culture. They don't have to care about nobody else's culture. And you can tell that by the United States not knowing what's going on in the world. Remember, it's ruled by Eurocentric rule. They don't care about nothing but Kim Kardashian's behind. They don't care about the famine going over there, the war going on over there, who's dying, who's living, who's doing this, who's doing that. They don't care. If it's not in their best interest, they don't care. And it's like that because it's been like that since the fourth kingdom. I am not talking um, regular politics and stuff like that. I'm talking biblical history and what's going on today. This is why I um, talk about um, today's um, going on and the things going on today and, and how it affects us today because everything is relevant. History is relevant to today. If you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. So getting back onto Solomon, Solomon experienced a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that, that he didn't have to go through to learn because the Ruach was there teaching him. So he had a lot of wisdom. He had a lot of understanding. He had a lot of epinosis. What's epinosis? I already explained epinosis in one of my lessons. Epinosis is spiritual knowledge. Spiritual knowledge trumps earthly knowledge. Earthly knowledge is carnal. Earthly knowledge puffs up. This is all scriptures I'm, I'm quoting. Earthly knowledge is carnal. Earthly knowledge puffs up. Earthly knowledge is nothing in the grand scheme of things of spiritual knowledge. Spiritual knowledge is knowledge over the whole earth and spiritual things in the spiritual realm. That's what the Ruach brings. Earthly knowledge is here. It's carnal. It's um, social constructs that people make up, educated guesses, that's hypothesis as people make up, and lies. That's where earthly knowledge is. And it puffs up. What did um, what did the devil try to bamboozle Eve to um, get knowledge, earthly knowledge? They didn't need earthly knowledge. They were spiritual beings until the devil bamboozled them into wanting to know earthly knowledge. And then now, look, I say that to say Solomon had spiritual knowledge. When you got spiritual knowledge, earthly knowledge is nothing. The people on earth don't know everything about the earth. They don't know everything about their bodies. They don't know everything about space. They don't know everything about the water. They don't know hardly nothing. I would say maybe 20 years ago or 30 years ago, they was calling the DNA that they didn't understand in your body junk DNA. The most high made you. He made you for a purpose. Everything in your body has a perfect purpose, but they was calling it, this is humans, calling it junk DNA because they couldn't understand it. So how beneficial is earthly knowledge? It's a social construct based on the people who's ruling. 
if the people are that are ruling this earth set certain rules and guidelines, oh, you're supposed to follow this, you're supposed to do that, and then you'll be smart. If you're doing that, then you're going to be considered smart in their eyes. But to the most high's eyes, you're not. The most high said the stupidest thing, the, the spiritually stupidest thing is more um, educated than the earthly thing. Earthly knowledge is nothing. Okay? Earthly knowledge is nothing. And people are always trying to rationalize and gain earthly knowledge when it's nothing. And I could, I could just, that, those are loose uh, scriptures. I'm not going into that because I already did knowledge, spiritual knowledge versus earthly knowledge. I already did that, I already quoted the Bible, did all of that, went to the scripture, go to the platform library. What I'm saying is, I'm trying to get you to understand who Solomon is. I'm trying to get you to understand how spiritually educated he was, how the Ruach educated him with spiritual knowledge. So spiritual knowledge trumps earthly knowledge. It's kind of like going to school. If you've already been to college, that means you already did all of those other things, the preschool and then the uh, secondary school and the tertiary school, and then you went up, uh, you graduated and you went to college. So you already did all that. That's how spiritual knowledge is. Spiritual knowledge is college. So you already had all of that. Even if you don't have all the knowledge that uh, social constructs bring, because society makes social constructs. Who's society? The ruling class. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. Solomon has spiritual knowledge that was way, way, way past our understanding. So he wrote many books, giving us a glimpse of how life is, how the world works, and how people are. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. So now, um, back again with the title, I'm saying there's a time and a place for everything under the sun. And this is what Solomon is saying. All those people that are just seeing things, experiencing things, all the turmoil, all the chaos, all the mayhem, all the things that's happening, this stuff has happened before. Um, Yah says, don't fear all the things that's going on. There's a loose translation. Don't fear about all the stuff that's going on in the world, even when you die, because he overcame the world. Before Yahshua came down here, who is Yah in the flesh in the New Testament? Solomon had that knowledge in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. He prophesied, he did everything. So I need you to understand that just meditating on um, Ecclesiastes, meditating on the book of Ecclesiastes, meditating on Proverbs, meditating on some of those Psalms that he's written will give you more clarity about yourself and the world in a spiritual way. So he's learning from the Ruach and he's writing these things down so that we will have them now. And that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Just to give you a sense and an idea of the things that happened back then and what's happening now. So I want to get into it. Okay, for everything, there's a season and a reason to do the things. According to the scriptures within the book of Ecclesiastes, and um, like I said, those are the books um, that Solomon has written, a very informative books. The scriptures state that there's a time and a place for everything. So I'm going to read Ecclesiastes 3. Okay, and you'll have an idea. Um, this is from the King James. And it says, to everything there is a season 
and a time for every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what was planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. And rend means um, ripping or um, tearing apart. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit have he that work in that wherein he labor? I have seen the travail which the Most High has given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in its time. Also he hath set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that the Most High made from the beginning to the end. Let me, let me stop right there. I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to read it again. He has made everything beautiful in its time and he has set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that the Most High made from the beginning to the end. That's important because like I said, human beings, if they don't know something, they make it up. They refuse to um, be humble enough to say that they don't know nothing that they only know the things that they tested, that they only hypothesize. They always make you believe that they know stuff. And if they don't know it, they'll make something up. The Most High just said in um, verse 11 that he's not going to tell them what's going on. He just said it so that no man could find out the work that the Most High made from the beginning to the end. So Solomon is telling you from the Ruach, that the Most High is not telling everybody what he did from the beginning to the end. So if he's not telling everybody, how does people believe that they think they know everything about the stars, the water, this and that? They're making stuff up. I already told you that the devil is a liar and the devil rules this world and he lies. Y'all gonna start believing what I'm saying, honey. Verse 12, I know that there is no good in them, talk about humans, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life, that's your job. Be righteous and do the best you can in your life. But people don't do that either. Verse 13, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is a gift from the most high. And that's the truth. Every day you wake up, like I said, is another day that you could turn from your wicked ways and you must thank the most high because he's given you a gift. Okay, that's why it's called present, the gift of the present. Present day is a present, a gift. Understand how words are being used. I know that whatever the Most High does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it 
nor anything taken away from it. That's right. Whatever the most high puts together, no man can change. It's the truth. And when you start changing and manipulating, that's when the most high is going to get you. And that happened in the beginning when the angels came and had sex with the um, human women and they had all these abomination kids. They was changing people's DNA. They was um, eating animals they shouldn't. They was killing one another. They was killing um, humans. The same thing is happening today. That's why I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything is happening. It's a time and a place for everything. It's happening in a circle. I already said that. Okay, so I'm going to read it again. 14. I know that whatever the Most High does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And the Most High does it that men should fear before him. That which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been. And the Most High requires that which is past. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you did. Oh, he's going to require you, your soul. And moreover, I saw under the sun a place of judgment. Uh-huh. This is spiritual things he's talking about now. That wickedness was there. And the place of righteousness, that iniquity yeah, was there. I said in my heart, the most high shall judge the righteous and the wicked. For there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. I said in my heart concerning the state of the sons of men that the most high might manifest them and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. Hunty. Hunty. Uh, Solomon never lied, baby. Solomon never lied. Now, obviously I'm putting the pen in it. I'm getting ready to elaborate. The Most High says, and I'm going to say it in my way, but this is scriptural. The Most High says that humans are made in his image, right? Okay. So the Most High is perfect. Everything the Most High is does is perfect. You, you just read that. You just heard me read it. He has mysteries nobody don't know. He's way above humanity, but he made us in his image. He is the potter we are the clay. He made a bust in his image. And he, he moved over it, so he gave it life, and now it's in his image. If you are not acting perfect like the Most High, because the Most High said, be ye perfect for I am perfect, that is a scripture. If you're not acting perfect like the Most High and being righteous, you're acting like a beast. How does a beast act? On instinct. Humans, the difference between a human and a beast is that humans have thought they have a thought process and they don't have to act on instinct they're supposed to have intellect so they're supposed to have free will and self-control self-restraint if you don't have those things and you're not practicing them then you're not made of the most high so you're considered a beast so what did solomon say and i'm gonna read it again it's 18 and i said in my heart concerning the estate of humans of men that the most high might manifest them and that they might see, really see the truth about themselves. They may see themselves as beasts. Why? Because they're not acting like the most high. 
if you made in the most highest image, then you're supposed to be acting like him. You ain't supposed to be going around killing. You're not supposed to be going around breaking no laws, statutes, precepts, or commands. The reason why laws, precepts, statutes, and commands are in place is for sinners. Because if you was righteous, you wouldn't need laws. If you was doing the stuff that you're supposed to do, you would not need laws. That's why the most high put the laws in there. So you could stay in the confounds of the laws because he knew he was going to break them. And not only are you breaking them, you swaying way to the left of the Lord. So that means you're going towards the creature who is the devil and not the creator. So that means you're a beast because the creature is a beast. And that's what you acted like. Okay? 19. For that which before the son of the sons of men, before beasts, even one thing before them. As the one dies, so dies the other. Yea, they have all one breath. So that a man has no preeminence above a beast. For all is vanity. Let me tell you what that means. That means everything is frivolous. Everything is frivolous. When you're vain, nothing matters but you. So everything else is frivolous according to humans. And that's the truth. Look around you. If you humble enough and the most side is dealing with you through the Ruach, you can see all the wickedness. Not only can you see your own faults, you can see somebody else's faults. So the most high makes sure when you in his word that you can see your own faults so that you could correct yourself so that he don't have to correct you. Because you know you don't want the most high to correct you. Because he could get you straight, baby. Nobody could get you straighter than the most high. Nobody could do you worse than the most high can do you. So if you able to correct yourself and really see yourself, and in psychology, they call that um, self-evaluation and, I mean, self-actualization. This is psychology, horrible. And no, hardly anybody achieves that. But that's not true. If you in the most high's word, you're going to achieve because the Ruach is dealing with you and the Ruach leads you to all truth. Okay. And you already know the most high is perfect. So getting back to the vanity, nothing means anything. This is what he's saying. Above all, you're a beast and nothing means anything. I said in my previous lessons, the only thing humans really need is four things. Shelter, food, water, and companionship. That's all they need. When I say shelter, I mean clothes on their back to protect them from the elements and a place to live. That's what I mean. I don't mean a car, um, all of this, and the clothes, and the da -da 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 -da. you don't need all of that. So this is what Solomon is saying in his words, um, in his historical uh, language. That's what he's saying. In my language, I'm breaking it down. Okay. All go into one place, all are of the dust, and all return to the dust again. Mm -hmm. He ain't never lied. Who knows the spirit of man that goes upward and the spirit of the beast that goes downward to the earth? Wherefore, I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? So Solomon is saying, not in so many words, the, you work, you take care of your business, 
you have the things that you need to, you may have been educated in whatever area and you, you reap the fruits of your sowing. Meaning if you went to school, you got that degree, you got that job that um, entertains that degree that you needed to get it. You are making a certain amount of money. You are, you have a life for yourself in whatever socioeconomic um, status point you're in and you enjoy your life there. Don't worry about all the rest of this stuff because you did your job to achieve your goal of being whatever it was and you should enjoy it. That's what he's saying. Everything else is nothing. That's basically what he's saying. In his writing, it's so spiritually elevated that a lot of people can't catch it. Like I said, the Ruach was dealing with Solomon. Now, I'm not saying Solomon was perfect because he wasn't, honey. His hang-up was holes and spirits. So even someone that was dealing with the Ruach and the Ruach left, when he started messing with them holes and them spirits, the Ruach left. Because remember, the Ruach and, and wickedness cannot live in the same um, temple. Your body's the temple. You're the small light. Um, Yah wants to come into the temple and have supper with you. And he's bringing the word and the truth with him, which is the Ruach and Yeshua. And they want to sit and have supper with you. He cannot do that if it's full of wickedness, if it's full of um, physical, which is fleshly immorality. He can't do none of that. And that's what Solomon did. Out of all the, um, the uh, everything that the Most High gave Solomon, Solomon gave it all up for whores and for spirits. So that was the demise of Solomon, I'm just saying. But before that, he had a lot of wisdom. And in this Ecclesiastes 3 is very, very chock full of wisdom. So um, these things have been going on for thousands of years. All the stuff that I was telling you, people acting like they fools and, um, you know, diff different um, conquering of nations and more and more that nations got conquered, especially the children of Israel, people became more and more wicked. So Solomon is saying this now. Solomon In Solomon's day, there, nobody did conquer that. Not in Solomon's day. It was later on because of the insubordination of our forefathers. So that wasn't that. But like I said, the Ruach was dealing with Solomon. And did Solomon know that he was going to fall victim to the four, um, to the four kingdoms? Yes, he did. And as much as our forefathers, children of Israel, tried to tell us what was going to happen. Did anybody listen? So right there, they was acting like beasts by not listening to their father. That's against the laws. That's against the spiritual laws. Not listening to your parents and acting like wild beasts. That's not good to act like beasts because you acting like you ain't got no damn sense. I already told you common sense is not common. Common sense is spiritual discernment. And if you ain't got it, I'm sorry. It says in the scriptures in the last days, wisdom is going to withdraw. Wisdom brings knowledge that brings common sense. Here's the people that you deal with don't have no damn common sense. And you wonder why is people so dumb? It's because they don't have common sense. It doesn't mean that they're stupid. Common sense is not common. Common sense is Common sense is spiritual. It's spiritual way with all. You're a spiritual being. Why don't you have it? 
because you're acting like a, be a beast. You're acting like this world. The most high said come out of the world. So let me move forward. Like I said, all these things have been going on for thousands of years and there's nothing new under the sun. All the stuff that the people was doing back then, they're doing it again. It just is what it is. And this is how you could tell that they're spirits because they're influencing people. Okay. Um, like I said, there's nothing new under the sun and this will continue to happen until the most high ends the world. And we are at the end of the book. This is why a whole bunch of stuff is happening. People wonder why things happen. And sometimes it's natural occurrences and sometimes it's prophecy. But whatever it is, we must remember who we are and who we belong to. And this is when we will start to understand how things really work behind the scenes and the way they will continue until time ends for humanity. Um, and there's um, the scripture, I'm gonna read Ecclesiastes one, and it basically said, there's nothing new under the sun. Whatever happened before is gonna happen again. And it's true. Now I want to um, <clears throat> discuss another um, chapter that Solomon has written in Ecclesiastes and it's Ecclesiastes 1. Now I read three and now I'm going to read one also from the King James Version and it says the words of the preacher the son of David king of Jerusalem so that's Solomon and remember that's not Solomon's not his real name it, it was changed but we will say Solomon from now on I already told you the devil fools the world and the book is tampered with Okay, so he is the words of the preacher. So he's calling himself a preacher because he is teaching you whatever it is. Today, we call them ministers or teachers. They call them preachers and priests in religion, but ministers and teachers. So he's saying that he's, remember, I'm reading it. They changed the words. So um, he's the preacher in Jerusalem, which is really Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities saith the preacher vanities of vanities all is vanities now i'm a i'm going to give you this little piece right here because a lot of people may not understand what that means give me one minute and i'm going to tell you what it means I'm going to tell you why in one second, because I'm going to go to a regular Bible so you can understand what it means. Okay. Now, when I say vanities of vanities, remember, the King James Version was translated in 1611. Today's times that people keep translating to other things, um, it is being, the words are changed. So hold on. So yesterday's vanities of vanities is today's meaningless. Meaningless, meaningless. That's what it means, okay? I would rather read it in um, the King James Version because it's the more accurate version, but I could totally read it in 
the new uh, version, regular version. But remember, it's not, the names change and words change and it doesn't have that same um, meaning that it should. So I will probably read it in two ways. Let me read it from the King James and then I'll read it from the, um, the new version, new international version. And it says, vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, vanity of vanities, it's all vanity. What profit has a man of all his labor, which he takes under the sun? I'm a like I said, I'm gonna read it from the King James and then I'm gonna read it in the um, New International Version. One generation passes away and the other generation comes, but the earth abides forever. Let me stop that. <laughs> that was number four. Now, some people might read that, right? And then they'll go and say, how can he say the earth um, abides forever when Yahshua said heaven and earth gonna pass away? Because there's gonna be a new heaven and a new earth. I already told you that Solomon was being taught by the Ruach. So the Ruach was telling him what was going on now. This is how you understand. This is how where spiritual understanding comes in. Yeshua say heaven and, earth, heaven and earth is going to pass away. So it is, but it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, meaning that the old earth is going to be renewed, is going to be resurrected, just like you, if you're righteous. If you're righteous and you meant to go to the next uh, life, you're going to be resurrected. That means you're going to die, but you're going to come back as you. <laughs> but your your continence, which is your body, is not going to be like that no more. You still, that same soul is going to be renewed and your body is going to be different. Same thing with the earth. So that's what I want you to understand because I don't want, some people, some people are versed in the Bible, some people are not. And then they'll hear something and they'll go, oh yeah, well, that's contradictory. It really isn't. When you understand spiritual things, then you understand a lot of things. I already told you spiritual things trump earthly things. So your earthly carnal sense is going to be uh, done away with when the, mo uh, when the Ruach is there with you. You're going to come up higher spiritually. Okay, so like I said, I was on four. One generation passed away and another generation comes, but the earth shall abide forever. The sun also arises and the sun goes down. It hastens its place where he arose the sun excuse me the wind goes toward the south and turns about into the north it swirls about continually and he excuse me and the wind returns again according to his circuits all of the rivers run into the sea yet the sea is not full until the place from whence the rivers come, whither they return again. All things are for labor. Man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. The thing that has been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. That's poetry and it's truth. 10. 
Is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new? It has been already of old time, which was before us. Now, let me stop. He's just telling you everything works in a circle. Everybody thinks something is new. Let's just take fashion. The young people who don't know fashion, who never did um, homework and research as to how fashion revolves, it does revolve in a circle too, and evolves. Like in the 70s and the 60s, there was bell bottoms, there was all kinds of stuff. And it came again in the 90s, probably in the 2000s, something like that. And then they didn't wear it again. And now it's coming again. There's nothing new. Just like fashion turns around and uh, revolves, it goes in that circle. Everything does. So that's what Solomon is trying to tell us. There is no remembrance of formal things. Yeah, that means nobody ain't doing no research to find out what happened back then. Neither shall there be any remembrance of the things that are to come with those that shall come after. I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that were done under heavens. This sore travail hath the Most High given to the sons of man to be exercised wherewith. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, it is all vanity and vexation of spirit. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which was wanting cannot be numbered. I command, what is this? Commune, sorry, I, I gotta get new glasses, and I'm moving this thing far away so I can focus on it and see it. I commune with my own heart saying, lo, I am come to great estate and have gotten more wisdom than all that they have been before me in Jerusalem. Yea, my heart has great experience of wisdom and knowledge. And I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is vexation of spirit for in much wisdom is much grief and he that increases wisdom increases sorrow now i'm going to tell you why solomon wrote these and why it sounds so gloomy is because i already told you his downfall was whores and spirits after Solomon sinned against the Most High, the Ruach left him because the Ruach was with him. That's why he was so knowledgeable. The Ruach was with him, but he, when he transgressed, because like I said, Solomon and the Most High had many conversations. And even the, one of the conversations was, why do you keep messing with these holes? He didn't say it like I'm saying it, but I'm telling you. Why do you keep messing with these holes? Why can't you mess with somebody of your own nation? They're going to be your downfall. Solomon continued to mess with them. And one of the hoes made him worship their devils. And that's how the Most High left them. This is why he wrote Ecclesiastes to give you a warning. Not only that, the Testament of Solomon, he, Solomon too. The warning, it's a warning. The Most High gave you everything and you threw it away, just like Adam did. This is what I'm telling you. Even the children of Israel, they had the Most High. When you got the Most High, what else do you need? 
He's everything. He could give you everything. He's telling you he could give you everything. He could do everything for you. You better than everybody. And you turn around and you follow the devils. Solomon did it. Uh, the children of Israel did it and continued to do it. Adam did it. This is why we're in the situation we're in. This is what I'm trying to tell you. There's nothing new under the sun. The devil's fooling people and he continues to do it. This is why I'm saying what I'm saying. But anyway, let me read it through the NIV. Okay, and that's the New International Version. So now I'm going to read it. It says, the words of the teacher, this is in regular language. Now remember, some of the words are changed, but I need you to understand what's happening. This is Solomon giving everybody the warning. The words of the teacher, son of David, king of Jerusalem. I'm using all the pagan words. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets. It hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, ever returning to its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. Think about what I'm saying. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. All things are wearisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear it's full of hearing. Mm, I could say a lot about that, but I'm going to keep going. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one can say, look, this is something new? It was here already, long ago. It was here before your time. But nobody's doing research to find out what it is. That's why common sense will tell you. This is why people could be fooled because they don't do the research. No one remembers the former generations and even those yet to come will know, excuse me, even those yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow them. And that's the truth. And basically he's saying wisdom is mean, meaningless, but wisdom is not meaningless. Your decision to go left and go follow wickedness, that's your downfall, Solomon. 12, I, the teacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. I applied my mind to study and explore, to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens. What a heavy burden the Most High has laid on mankind. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless. A chasing after the wind. What is crooked cannot be straightened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, look, I have increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge, spiritual wisdom and knowledge. Then I apply myself to the understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly. But I learned that this too is a chasing 
after the wind. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. Now, what he's saying, he's interchanging spiritual epinosis, which is spiritual wisdom from the most high, and carnal knowledge, which is from the devil. Carnal knowledge puffs up. I already told you. When the Ruach is dealing with you, you have all the way with all to control yourself because the truth is not happy. The truth is not fun. The truth is not um, a picnic. The truth is not. And a lot of people don't like looking at the truth because they have to deal with it. A lot of people like to be um, deceived. They like to deceive themselves and walk in anything but the truth because the truth is sad. It is. Is this world coming to an end? Yes. Is there global warming? Yes. Is um, the air polluted, the water polluted, everything polluted, the food um, that people are feeding people and the food that you buy, uh, uh, most likely poison, 90% of it? Yes. These are truths that people can't handle because we still got to eat it. We still got to live on this earth. We still got to go by and it's hard to take. So think about all the things that you do to people and to yourself. A lot of people don't like living in their truth. This is why they say that not many people can self-actualize. And that's science, science and psychology. But um, Solomon is saying it in a spiritual way. When you find out all these spiritual things, you're going to be sad. And that's what it says in the, in the book of um, Enoch too. But it also says that you're going to rejoice because everybody got to die. That's number one. You have to be reborn. Those people who's going to go to paradise and go with the most high, you will be reborn. But everybody got to deal with all this nonsense before they die. Is that something that people are willing to look forward to? No. The children of Israel, they already been in hell. They still going through hell. Jacob's trouble is still now. I already did a, a, a lesson on Jacob's trouble. Go to the platform library and it tells you all about it. Matthew 24 and Luke 21, honey. Go go read, uh, listen to what I said about Jacob's trouble. The children of Israel already had adversity. They've been having it since day one, since Deuteronomy. I already told you when you listen to my lessons, I said this is the beginning of the end because they didn't listen. The most high is spanking the hell out of them. Spanking, 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 spanking so much that they behind this roar and tore out the frame. The children of Israel, but Okay, they they go through hell. So with that going through hell, you already numb. So more and more issues is not gonna make a difference. It's either gonna make you stronger or it's gonna break you. Children of Israel. No matter what it's gonna do to you as individuals, but we all collectively are the bride of the most high. But whatever's going to do to you individually is going to do. Because remember, the most high is going to bring back any, anything that dies. So it don't matter to the most high. Only to human flesh. The thing is this. If it's going to break you and you die, then you are somewhere else. But those people who still got to keep moving and they're adjusting their patience and their long suffering brings them to a place that if more stuff comes, then they know how to handle it. But those people like the fourth kingdom that these things never happen to them, the first calamity that happens, they're going crazy. Whereas the children of Israel is like, this is just another notch in our belt. This is what Solomon is saying.
That's why he said, with much wisdom comes much sorrow. Because the children of Israel already been on the roller coaster way before anybody else got on. They've been up, they've been down, they've been down more than they've been up. And if they didn't, for those people who didn't survive the roller coaster, they somewhere else. But those children who still surviving the roller coaster is still on that damn roller coaster and they still at the bottom. So if more stuff happens to them, they already at the bottom. What more can happen? Death, that's not the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen is you wicked and then you die. That's the worst thing. But if you tried your best and you still at that bottom and you just get off the roller coaster and you no longer alive, that's not the worst thing that can happen. The Most High said, don't fear those who could kill the body. Fear those who could kill the body and the soul in hellfire. Okay? He's basically telling you, you better fear me. I can raise you up or lay you down low any way you want. That's what the Most High is saying. But I'm going back to Solomon and telling you everything that happened before is happening again. It's just happening for the very last time. Because hell and high water is a prophecy. High water already been here. So hell, hell fire is coming next. Just say. But Solomon is telling you that the more you know, especially in terms of spiritual understanding, children of Israel, the more you know, worse times is coming. So this is not something that is new. Worst times been here. Children of Israel, y'all got conquered five times. Four times that's in Daniel. The fifth time, the actually the first time was in Egypt. Then you came out of Egypt. Later on, fast forward, y'all going to Babylon, the um, the Me the Medes, the Persians, the Greeks, and then the last kingdom, which is Rome. And it never stopped from there. You've been on the roller coaster, children of Israel. You've been um, uh, taken from your people. Some of your people gave you away. And um, you've been taken from your people and put on ships to go all over the four corners of the earth. You've been in turmoil, children of Israel. This is not nothing new to you. The thing is that things are going to take, um, take a turn for the children of Israel because, um, like I said, the prophecy goes, there's going to be a point when it's not going to be Jacob's trouble no more. Okay, this is prophecy that I could just come out and read to you, which I already read a piece to you. Go on to the platform library when the children of Israel ain't going to go through this no more. And everybody else is going to go through it. Everybody else is going to be in calamity. Everybody else is going to be shocked because they never had to do it before. And the children of Israel ain't going to be touched, just like it happened in Egypt when those 10 plagues. When the 10 plagues came and all that stuff happened to all those people in Egypt, it didn't touch the children of Israel. This is what's going to happen. This is prophecy. Trust me when I tell you. And most High said, oh, he ain't going to forget spiritual Egypt, spiritual Babylon, spiritual um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, he ain't going to forget them because he's going to hit them. Oh, he's going to hit them hard too. And the children of Israel ain't going to be touched because they already been spanked all of those years. Hundreds of years they've been spanked. And after that's up, because that's what I'm telling you, uh, the most high got a clock for everybody, baby. Once that start happening and all the whole world's going to be suffering, the children of Israel ain't going to be suffering. They're going to be like, well, why ain't nothing happening to them? Yep. And they're going to try to destroy the children of Israel. Everybody going to try to destroy the children of Israel because all the rest of the calamities that's going to happen to the earth is, um, is not going to happen to them. Oh, honey, prophecy is a mother. Ooh, it's a mother. But um, Solomon is trying to give you an understanding of what is going to happen. 
I already told you the Ruach was dealing with him until he started messing with the host, but um, the Ruach was dealing with him and telling him prophecy. And this is why he wrote what he what wrote. Even when he fell, when he fell and he started following them devils, he started writing stuff to give everybody a heads up. You think that uh, the ancestors and the forefathers of the uh, children of Israel uh, ain't yelling and telling them to turn back? Danger will Robinson. You think that the ancestors ain't telling them that? Yes, honey. They yelling it out in all of the scriptures. They doing all kinds of stuff and ain't nobody listening to nothing. So I want to read some scriptures just to uh, back up what I said and what Solomon said. And then this lesson's going to be over. You know, I'm trying to be uh, less winded and just deliver um, full-fledged messages without um, being so uh, long-winded. So hopefully this is one of them. <laughs> and, you know, it just gets to the um, heart of the issue and, you know, gives you a message to edify you. So let's go to some scriptures. So um, these are scriptures about there's a time for dot, dot, dot. And like I said, there's a time for everything. There's a time to live, a time to die, a time to eat, a time to fast, a time to, I already read that in um, Ecclesiasticus, uh, excuse me, Ecclesiastes, because there is Ecclesiasticus, but it's from Yahshua. Not Yahshua, the one and only um, son of the most high, but Yahshua, um, there's a bunch of Yahshua's. Not the son of none either that's in Yahshua, no. Um, but it's called Ecclesiasticus um, Sirach. I'm not talking about Sirach. I'm talking about Solomon. Ecclesiastes. So that's what we in. I just read three Ecclesiastes, which was um, a time for everything. And then one Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes one, which is everything is meaningless. And it is, if you really look at it, if you're humble enough to um, understand that everything is just added stuff, whatever you work for, like I said, we only have four basic needs. And when I say companionship, sex falls under that. I don't have to, for those people who have sense, I don't have to say that. So understand that. Um, those four basic needs that you need, everything else is just extra stuff. So understand that. Okay, um, I'm gonna read James the Just, which is Yeshua's brother. And he says, every good gift, this is James 1 and 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of lights. Remember, you a little light, he's the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. That means the most high is perfect. He will never change. And he, all the good gifts come from him, straight from him. Nobody else, okay? Nothing new under the sun. You act right. You walk in his law, statutes, precepts, and commands. You're going to get all the good things you do. You walk in the most high law, statutes, precepts, and commands. Even your enemies will be at peace with you. Those are two scriptures I just uh, uh, quoted. Okay. First Timothy two, one and two. First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, righteous and dignified in every way. I already told you. 
since everything works in a circle, you know there's going to be wickedness, there's going to be calamity, there's going to be all kinds of stuff. Stay in the realm of the law, statutes, precepts, and commands, and you're still going to get all the things you need to get. Now, why is nothing going to happen to the children of Israel when all hell breaks loose? Simply because they already been spanked. The Most High put in the laws, the statutes, the precepts, and commands. The Most High said in Deuteronomy, there's blessings and curses. If you listen to my laws, my statutes, my precepts, commands, you're going to be blessed here. You're going to be blessed there. Blessings going to be chasing you everywhere. Whoever you bless is going to be blessed. Whoever blessed you, you're going to bless them tenfold. This is what the Most High said. If you don't listen to me, you're going to be cursed here. You're going to be cursed there. Everything you touch, you're going to be cursed. You're going to be the tail and not the head. You're going to be borrowing, and, and people ain't going to be doing nothing for you. They're going to hate you. They're going to call you a byword, this, that, the other. That's what the most I say in Deuteronomy. So you already know who the children of Israel are. Today, if you hear the most high, this is for the children of Israel. Today, and this is the most high offered this thousands of years ago. And at any time, you could take it. That's why I say every day that you wake up, you got a chance to turn around from your wicked ways. The most I said, for those who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways. Turn from your wicked ways and repent. And I will hear from you and I will heal your land. The most high turned this back on us a long time ago. Does that mean he's not giving gifts and blessings? Nope. Individuals. If you're in his law, statutes, precepts, and commands, you're going to get what you get. The Most High said he's still going to give his blessings. He's still going to be faithful. He don't go back on his word. Okay? But the word went out, children of Israel. If you don't listen, this is going to happen to you because it's spiritual. If you listen, this is going to happen to you. Those two. It's a wicked spirit and it's a righteous spirit waiting to do the things that the Most High said. If you listen, the righteous spirit is going to bless you. If you don't listen, the wicked spirit is going to get you. That the most high is a spirit and that's how it went out. Nevertheless, the most high is faithful. He does not go back on his vows. Everybody got a blessing. The pagans and the children of Israel got their blessings. If you in his will and his word, you're going to get the blessing. He's still going to give you the blessings regardless. But at the end of your life, you're going to get reprimanded. If you didn't listen to him, if you blasphemed him, if you're going against your flesh, which is your temple, if you're not listening to his law, statutes, precepts, and commands, he's going to get you, period. Okay? Romans 3, 10 through 18. And I'm not reading the whole 18. It might just be up to five. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for the most high. For all has turned aside. Together, they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Uh-huh. Their throat is an open grave. I'm going to tell you what that means in a minute. They use their tongues to deceive. Ooh, that's the next lesson. I'm going to do a lesson about that. Liars. The venom of asps, and that's a snake, is under their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Now, when it says no one does good, and that's the truth, all has fallen short and all sin, they've fallen short of the most high. I already told you the most high is faithful, but not us. We don't, we don't live in our word. We don't uh, stay in our word. We lie. We do all kinds of stuff like the world. That's why the most high said come out of her. But he said your throat is like an open grave. Why? Because you're damning yourself with the words that you say. That's why. 
go to the platform library and go the mouth or the tongue and see how wicked it is. Everybody walking around talking about, ah, oh, but God knows my heart. First of all, we don't know who God is. And in First Thessalonians, Paul is saying, you, uh, you, um, you don't know who you worshiping. The God of this earth, that's who you worshiping, okay? It says there's many gods and many lords. Who are you worshiping? Ooh, I'm so glad I found that. I knew it was there, but I couldn't remember where it was. It's in First Thessalonians. Hunty. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. First Corinthians. My bad. Corinthians. It's in First Corinthians. Honey, people walk around, talk about gods and lords, and I already told you in the fifth heavens, there's gods and lords. You don't know who you worshiping. First Corinthians. You have no idea who you worshiping, people. You follow behind everybody else. You ain't even doing the homework on your, on your own. Okay? Them gods and them lords that you call, oh my God, this, that. In 1 Corinthians, you don't know who you worshiping. Okay? Gods and lords. Mm. So like um, Shaul said, everybody's wicked. No righteous people. Everybody has fallen short. All the stuff you say is wicked. Okay? There's nothing new under the sun. All them people back then was too. What did the Most High say to the children of Israel? All those surrounding nations is wicked. In, in Ezra, he says, four Ezra, two Ezra. Everybody's like spitting a bucket. Only the children of Israel are mine because everybody else is wicked. Child, how many times does the Most High have to say it? People are just, I don't know. Like I said, wisdom withdrew. People are dumb. People have no idea that all this stuff that I'm saying is in the scriptures. All of it. You don't know who you worshiping. First Corinthians. Gods and lords is all over. You don't know. You're just following behind everybody else. That's how religion is. How does the devil fool the world? Honey, I already told you. In every way possible. That's why I invite you to go to the scriptures. You got to see yourself. Because once you can see it yourself, nobody can tell you different. When you're going behind, oh, yeah, somebody said this and somebody did this and somebody did that. Can you really rely on somebody else when you already know the whole world is under the devil's care and the devil's a liar? Can you really depend on somebody else saying whatever? Unless you're doing your own homework. You better get up on it. Everybody, even the children of Israel, those who are want to, uh, those who want to seek after the Most High and walk in His Word, everybody. That's pagans, and especially the children of Israel, because you need to be where you're supposed to be. You need to turn from your wicked ways and repent. That's what you need to be doing. Everybody should be doing this, okay? I'm on everybody's behind, even my own. There's nobody that's um, singled out. Everybody is in the hot seat. Everybody's in hot water. Everybody, everybody. He just said in Romans, nobody's righteous. No, not one. Not one. Not one. Everybody has fallen short. Not some people. Everybody. Okay. So. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Now. Even though all hell is breaking loose and all hell been breaking loose and it's a circle because there's times for everything. The Most High still wants you to stay in his word. Unlike Solomon, that the Most High basically had to pretty much fight. And I'm talking about verbal fighting. Why can't you do this? And he's not listening. 
do that, he not listening, and then see what happens to him. You are not going to win over the most high. You're not. You're either going to be in the most high's will, or he's going to allow whatever it is to get you. Because the most high is the most high, and everything else listens to what the most high said. I can't say he's the captain. I can't say none of that. He is the father of lights. He is the alpha and omega. I ain't putting nothing in the realm of the most high because the most high is the top dog. No dog. Sorry. <laughs> the most high is the alpha and omega. Who's going to take you from the most high is the most high I got you. Nobody. It would be in your best interest to be in his Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands because nobody, no fleshly person is perfect. So stay in his Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands and you'll be good. Everybody. And I mean everybody. We ain't talk about the heathens because the heathens ain't listening. The heathens don't care. We talk about pagans, which is um, um, Gentiles and the children of Israel. Heathens are not going to listen. They do going to do what they want to do. It is what it is. And nine times out of ten, they ain't even listening to this. Okay. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything. And even don't be anxious about all the stuff that you're going to say, because it has to happen. Go to Revelation. It has to happen. Mm -hmm. In order for the good to come, the bad has to finish itself out. It just is what it is. That's what the Most High is telling Ezra in the book, Ezra. For all the goodness that I promised to come, you have to go through the bad. Children of Israel been doing it for thousands of years. Ah. A couple of thousand years, they've been doing it. They've been going through it. It's new to other people. And it's going to be new and it's going to be scary. But the children of Israel, if you know who you are and who you belong to, you're going to be good. According to the book of Enoch and this Bible and Ezra and all the rest of the prophets. Understand that. Even if you lost your life, the Most High can bring it back. Do not be afraid of those who can um, kill a body. Okay? Even natural death, the most high is life. What did Yahshua say? I am the resurrection. I am the way, the truth, and life. It says the life, but it's not the life. It's life. The most high is life. The most high is life. So who are you fearing? <laughs> That's when you know who you are spiritually. Carnally, you're still going to be stressed out. Hair going to be falling out. You're going to be wanting to kill yourself, running around. some Chaff. This is the best time to know who you are. Solomon's giving us a heads up. It's nothing new under the sun, people. Like I said, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to the Most High and the peace of the Most High shall surpass all understanding and will guard your hearts and your minds in Yeshua HaMashiach. Do I have to break that down? That sounds self-explanatory. But he's saying, you stay in the most high's will. And you're going to have peace. Because peace is a spirit. Yeshua said, I'm going to leave you my peace. Not like the world leaves peace. You don't know what kind of peace the world's leaving in. But I'm going to leave my peace. His peace is a spirit. When that spirit come over you, nothing going to go on. I don't care if the whole world crumbling down. You're going to know that you're going to be preserved. That's what you need to understand. And that's what it says in Philippians. Don't be anxious. I'm going to leave you my peace. So you stay in your prayer and you stay in the Most High's will. 
the laws, the statutes, the precepts, commands, be righteous, be perfect, because he's perfect and you're going to be good. That's exactly what he's saying. James the Just, 4, 1 and 2. I think this, I'm going to read one more after this and then I'm going to wrap it up. James the Just, who is Yeshua's brother, I already told you. James 4, 1 and 2. What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and you cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Ooh, that's a mouthful. In the grand scheme of things, when Solomon is talking about there's nothing new under the sun, people are greedy. People always want what they can't have. And this is just, this is just everybody. The people who died before us was greedy and haughty and, and led by the devil because the devil is telling you, you need this, you need that, and you really don't. That's why I'm saying, know who you are and who you belong to. You don't need all those things. I already told you, there's only four things you need. Everything else is just icing on the cake. So James is telling everybody, why are you acting like fools? Why are you fighting among yourselves? I mean, you letting your passions get away with you. You letting your stomach lead you, not only to food, but to things. You letting your mind lead you. I already told you, the mind is a battlefield. How does the devil get to you? Through your mind. You letting all this stuff go on and you leaving the most high out. I already told you, everybody's doing it. This is why the most high is getting rid of this earth. Everybody is doing it. Everybody. Everybody. The most high's children and everybody else too. They all doing it. Everybody's bamboozled by the devil. I already told you that the devil fools the whole world. And if he could fool the very elect, he would, but he can't because the most high God is dealing with that. I got one more and I'm trying to figure out which one because you know I always have a boatload of scriptures, but I'm trying to pick out the best ones that have to deal with this issue. I'm going to say two. <laughs> I know I always say one, but it's always another juicy one around the corner. I'm going to say this, John 10 and 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy and lie. I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. This is Yeshua saying this. He already proclaimed to you the devil's down here, the devil's wreaking, wreaking havoc, the devil's a liar, the devil kills, the devil steals, the devil destroys. The devil is doing all kinds of stuff. Stay away from the devil. Is anybody staying away from the devil? No. Most I said he came so that you can have life more abundantly. Have all the things that you want. This is what Solomon said. All the things that you think you want, that you think you need, is meaningless. And Yahshua is saying, if you're on, and this is, I'm just quoting scriptures throughout the scriptures. Yahshua is saying, if your own wretched parents, your earthly, fleshly parents will give you whatever they can in the realm of what you want, why wouldn't the most high, why wouldn't he give it to you? He'll give you anything you want. You must stay in his word. 
You must stay in his word. And what you want has to glorify the most high. Not all this wicked, fleshly, stupid stuff, but a lot of people get all this stupid, meaningless stuff and it still don't make them happy. Let me just say this before I say this last scripture. There's rich people and rich people rule this world. Rich people make the laws. Rich people rule the world. They, they start everything. They create scenarios and people follow them, whether they want to or not, rich people. And uh, believe it or not, in the United States, not that many that rule this world. It's a handful that rule this world, but it's so um, convoluted and so much of an onion. You know how an onion is? You got to keep uh, peeling the layers. Even if you cut an onion in half, you see all the layers of the onion. That's how much layers it is to try to understand who really rules this world. And behind those layers is the devil. Just what I'm trying to say to you. So the rich people are ruling this world. And remember, they didn't get their riches, riches in a good, decent way. If you do real serious homework on how they get their riches, it's a crooked, wretched, wicked way. They got it. Uh-huh. And why? Because the devil makes it possible. But while the devil rules this world, the rich people's going to rule it. They're going to be in the front line behind the spiritual scenes is the devil. But the rich people is going to be the ones pulling the strings for everybody else. They're going to get they just do when the most high gets them. But understand, rich people rule this world. They make the laws. They make um, make up all the concepts. They make up all the um, social constructs. They do all of that in every way they do. But I told you, behind that spiritual veil is the devil. I say that to say all the stuff that's happening today and they're happening back then and it's going to happen when you die and other people are going to come is because it's spiritual. This is why it's not going to stop. It's spiritual. You may see these rich people and all that stuff doing all that. That's why I say mammon versus uh, melanin. Mammon is all the wickedness. You got to understand who's behind the wickedness. It's the devil. But he's choosing people, his children, and those who are listening to him to control the masses. This is why the Most High say, come out of her. And a lot of people can't see that because they don't have spiritual understanding. They are not being led by the Ruach. I already told you. He who has an ear, hear what the Ruach is saying. You, If you don't have that spiritual ear, you can't hear the Ruach. I'm sorry. I already told you the devil fools the whole world. Uh-huh. That's in Revelation. And if he could fool the um, the saints, then he would, but he can't because the Most High is dealing with the saints. I already told you, whatever the Most High put his hands on, nobody can't touch it, they can't budge it. And neither can the devil because the devil listens to what the Most High say. So I'm going to say this last uh, scripture and then that will be it for this. Psalms 27 and 1. This is from the Psalm of, it's the Psalm of David, who is Solomon's father. Now, David had his own calamities, honey, because David plotted to murder somebody. These people in these scriptures, in the, especially in the Old Testament, you, children of Israel, this is your history book, and you have to know there's so many lessons in the history of your forefathers 
that you should be walking by. It's kind of like the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands so that you won't mess up. These people that rule, these people that was considered good, these people, they had faults too. They wasn't perfect because they was fleshly. Anything down here is not perfect. The only thing you could be, only thing you could do, the most I said, be perfect as I am perfect, is try your best to walk in law in the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. And the most high gets it. He gets it. But when you go out your way and start doing all kinds of stuff that you ain't supposed to, you are putting yourself in a position to go somewhere else. That's everybody. Because the children of Israel already messed up their stuff when the Most High said he's going to go to a foolish nation because they ain't listen. So that's why there's two flocks. It would have never been two flocks if the children would have listened. But now that they didn't, there's two flocks. One honorary flock and one original branches. Now, we ain't going to get into that no more, but I'm telling you, everybody has fallen short of the glory of the Most High, even the children of Israel. That's why it's only going to be a remnant. So I'm going to say this, the Psalm of David, the Most High is my light and my salvation, and he is. Whom shall I fear? You got the Most High, who you scared of? Nobody. The Most High is the stronghold of my life, and who should I be afraid? David is saying this. The most high love David. Now, who should you be afraid of you got the most high? Nobody. But people still turn around and they still do stuff of the devil. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But anyway, um, the most high did all this stuff before the foundation of the world. And those children who are going with him is going to do the best that they can. Like I said, there is no such thing as by chance. If you are listening to this or you, if you are following um, the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands to the best of your ability, if you are seeking the most high, if you are want to be in the most high's will, if you're doing everything you can in your power to be with him, if you have that yearning inside your belly to be with the most high, that some keep gnawing at your gut and saying, I need to be with him. I need to. And I'm willing to risk everything that I know, that I've ever known, to be with him and walk in his will. That means he already chose you before the foundation of the world, because you cannot come to the most high without him choosing you first. This is scripture. Okay? When either David or Solomon said, I, uh, I can only love you because you love me first. You cannot come to the most high without him choosing you first. This is what Solomon's trying to tell you. His father's trying to tell you. The, the 12 patriarchs trying to tell you. Children of Israel. Everybody, even in the New Testament, uh, pagans, is trying to tell you. The Most High is open until a certain time. Things is going to keep going. You know, it's a time and a place for everything. They're going to keep doing what they do because that's the will of the Most High. But there's going to be a time that's going to stop. The consummation of time, that's what it's called. It's going to be a time that it's going to stop. The clock is going to, most I going to look and go, now it's time to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. So every day that you wake up, you have time to turn from your wicked ways and choose the most high. And this is the reason for this lesson, being a time and a place for everything. Because there is a time and a place for everything under the sun. There's a time for you to stop acting like a fool and turn around and start doing things. Now, there is a scripture that I would like to say, I'm gonna say this, and I know that um, I know that the Most High uh, 
<laughs> There's so many scriptures that I can go on, but hold on. I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. And this is what it says. I'm looking it up while I'm speaking to you because it came to mind. And this is what it says. This is what Shaul says. Shaul. Now, remember, he's the one who wrote a lot of scriptures. He's a, uh, um, the apostle to the Gentiles. This is what he wrote to the Corinthians. First Corinthians is a very important book. This is what Shaul said. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. I reasoned as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. That's not the exact quote, but I'm telling you, that's what it says. So basically he's saying all the foolish things I did when I was a kid, you could chalk it up to me being a kid. But when I grew up, the expectation and you want to follow the most high, the expectation is to follow the most high and put all that bull crap back there. That's what all this is about. Walking in the most high's word and learning to know who you are and in knowing who you are which is a lifelong understanding you got to put that childish nonsense behind you all that other stuff everybody else is doing you got to put that behind you because it's not going to get you anywhere nowhere so i hope that this lesson edified you i hope that us talking and me lecturing gives you a sense of strength in your walk with the most high. I hope that it gives you understanding and zeal to want to search for the most high for the truth for yourself. There's so much stuff that we need to know. There's a lot of stuff that we need to know. And every day, like I said, that you're able to wake up and devote 10 minutes of your life to the most high, 20 minutes of your life to the most high, I don't care how many minutes you need to start turning from your wicked ways and seeking the most high because there's going to be a time then time is up honey there's no excuse in the world that you can give the most high who knows your thoughts knows you before you came in your mama's womb it's no way that you could fool him so with that i say i hope this lesson edified you and until next time It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High, but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.